y'all. Welcome to the Pop Culture Audit, where we review reality TV and talk about all things pop culture through a contemporary and critical lens. So what exactly is a pop culture audit? Easy. We take a deep dive of pop culture source material, in this case, America's Next Top Model, Cycle 4, and comb through it, highlighting some cringy and historic moments in pop culture discourse. If you're into that, you're in the right place. And if you're not, you're still here, but you're going to learn something. My name is Keela. I'm Jasmine. Hi, it's Bryn. First, I love the song. The new choice is, I think, very fitting. I think so, too. It's perfect. I really looked for something that was giving, like, 2000s, early 2000s. Is what I was trying to do. Yeah, that was perfect. Okay, great. Thank you, guys. Really affirming. (laughs) Friends, readers, countrymen, I am so excited to announce that we are doing America's Next Top Model cycle four, not season, cycle. And I would love to give our readers some context, if that's okay with you all, about the cultural and historical impact of this show. Please. Okay. Please do. Okay, friends. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. shaking with excitement. Okay. So America's Next Top Model started in 2003 and had 24 seasons and was produced and hosted by Tyra Banks, who was known pretty much just for her modeling career at the time, and is co-produced by Ken Mock and Kenya Barris, of blackish fame. We'll come back to that. It takes regular unscouted women and turns them into models. Specifically this season, cycle four, they will be winning a Wilhelmina Models modeling contract, which was like the height of a modeling agency at the time, an Elle magazine cover, and a 100K contract with CoverGirl Cosmetics at the end. And throughout the show, they're joined by professionals from the world of fashion and modeling who are guest stars, photographers, or judges. Their weekly challenges, something impromptu, and then there's a photo shoot at the end, which will determine their status in the show. America's Next Top Model is known for modeling, but also racism, bullying, fat phobia, homophobia, colorism. And Cycle 4 is so peak all of these chaotic things um, that it's actually really difficult to find. So for readers following at home, cycle four and five are actually the two seasons that you'll need to go to Amazon to purchase in order to watch. They're not on Hulu. They're not anywhere else. Uh, The other streaming platforms actually couldn't get the rights for them. So it's very elusive. And I want to talk about the context of this show is that at the time it was the thing. But then coming back and hearing what the models have said about their experience, and this is super high level, I won't have any spoilers, uh, have pretty negative and mixed reviews about their experience. It took about eight or nine hours to film eliminations. They said that Tyra was kind of cold or distant offside of the camera, that was very much produced for TV, and that it gave them some weird body issues and strange edits. Some of the models who are pretty pro their experience on the show talk about how it was a product of the time. Um, And the product of the time was really capitalizing on the body-obsessed era that we were in. This was definitely peak mean girl culture. And it also catapulted Tyra's career, which is kind of ironic. And she ended up getting a a TV show, like a talk show afterwards, and really propelled herself beyond being just a model. And it really is reality TV that pushes the boundaries of common sense and just human decency. And we're so excited to talk about this with you. I've just learned so much. I love that breakdown. I've been chuckling on mute this whole time. (laughs) I'm making Jasmine stay on mute. Everyone. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not. No, everyone is free here. Yes, they are. Everyone is free. It's a part of the the time. Okay. Free Jasmine. Free Jasmine. 
Okay. Should we get into this? Yeah. I'm just, I'm really like, yes, I am like processing what you just shared because it is so, like putting it in that context, I don't know. It's, um, it's all resonating for me. It is wild. And like thinking about Tyra and I just want like being a young person sort of during this era. Cause what, what year was this cycle filmed specifically? Does anybody That's know? That's what I, I forgot to Google it. I was thinking that when we were watching, when I was watching it. 20, it's either 2005 or six. Okay. So like I was a, yeah, this was the kind of show that I did not watch regularly, but I would, when I was like home at my mom's house for the summer from college, I would like <laughs> catch an episode or two, but it's sending me because this period in the 90s and I'm just seeing covers of like 17 and L magazine and all this stuff like we were so obsessed with Victoria's Secret models like obsessed. as personalities like for sure obsessed. Heidi Klum, Naomi Campbell, like Adriana Lima. Really, yeah, who's the one whose sister died from TSS? Oh my um, god. Who yeah, is I don't it? know who that is. Who you is do. That? You do know. Not Brinkley. It wasn't Chrissy Brinkley. Chrissy Brinkley? Was, no, I'm think I'm gonna come back. Christy Turlington. No, no, I'm gonna. It think also about confuses it. me that high fashion girls also modeled Victoria's Secret. Like there wasn't this commercial. There was no line. No. Fashion divine. Why do you think there should have been a line? I'm there is now. That. Yeah, there is very yeah. much now. Like they're commercial uh-huh. or not, but back then it's just like these were the models. Like we had supermodels and they yeah. did That's everything. It. And, and they were angels, and they were also on the cover of like pedestrian magazines, yes, and like yes. in and they also ads. did high fashion. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. so wild. There was no, yeah. Okay, so it's just it's all. I'm like in a very specific place in time, and I'm ready to recap this episode. So, so that's important to know that while I can't say I've never seen America's Next Top Model, I have never watched a season of it, or like certainly paid anything more than like passing attention to it. Um, and I'm going to say that this show so far in this first episode is um, is maybe one of the most problematic things I've ever oh, seen. Oh, my goodness. Grand Absolutely. Buckle up. Buckle up. It was so problematic. I, I The notes are all over the place. I will say a little background. I watched every, like, every episode of like the first like six or seven seasons when they were out. Same. And CoverGirl had this campaign that they had in like Seventeen magazine where they were looking for like not top models, but just like for the average girl who wanted to do like print, like uh, beauty shots and stuff like that. And I remember me and my best friend like applying for it, sending it in the mail, getting like little photo shoots and stuff. So this was very much my world. Um, back we in the all day. wanted it. We all thought we could be models. Like we I know that's so crazy. I couldn't be Which is kind less of sweet. interested now. Mm-hmm. Same, but very sweet. I remember watching this after school with my sister. Like we would sit down and we would like watch this, and then we like go do our homework or whatever. Like such a joy. Keila, you actually could be a model, though. Like oh, I was looking at all of the girls and the looks. I was like, oh yeah, Keila could do that. That is so kind of you. I have like a side story that I will not tell on this podcast. Oh. About like, <laughs> sorry, love you all, but we're not doing that. Um, oh, no. We'll talk more about this, but the weights of the women. Did, oh, like, no. Wait, no, no, no. I have it's, its own note. We have pause, to get into it, y'all. Pause, 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 pause. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't we right. need a recap? We got a recap. Stop it. Okay. Stop it. Sorry, readers. All of you. We haven't done this in a while and you're, you're, 
getting chaotic here. Please stop. <laughs> <sighs> All right, y'all. America's Next Top Model cycle for episode one. The lady who is a the no, wait, the girl who is a lady cat rare. And I just wrote what? Not the sound. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. What is this title? The girl who is a lady cat rare. <laughs> That's that's where we're starting. I, I got to you, my, my notes are all over the place. So are it's mine. Pure like chaos. When I was thinking of a, so- I was trying to find a song before we started recording, and I'm like, I need a song that is just fucking chaos. <laughs> that's what I feel like. <laughs> um, and then I reined it in. But okay, recap. Here we go. Okay, first off, oh my god, the intro. They say, "Are top models born or made? You have to work for it." Um, and so already it's like, what, what? Okay. So we're meeting the contestants. That's how we start this. This was also something to get my head wrapped around is like the, at this time, these like contestant shows, this like American idol, we start with a hundred people and their auditions. And then we narrow it down and narrow it down. So these first episodes are all very much like this huge group that is going to get whittled down to the actual group. So that was a lot to get my head wrapped around. So we're at the airports with all of these contestants. We meet the first few very tall, very slender women. And then we meet Tiffany. And then Tiffany says she's here for a second chance. And from what I gather, it sounds like she was on cycle three or almost on cycle three and she got in a fight and someone poured a beer on her weave. Um, okay. And this is when I say, okay, wait, so there's a million possible contestants. This isn't the final group. So I'm catching on that. We're starting with a bigger group that took me a minute because I was trying to track everyone. I'm like, this is too many people. Um, they're in a weird like house that I think is actually a hotel conference room and two random people are getting them psyched up to earn a spot in this house. And then Tyra appears behind this full group of, I think it's 30 women. Tyra appears behind the group. Everyone screams. Oh, my God. I forgot this part. Tyra calls them (laughs) girls the whole time. And that's going to be so annoying. She's calling them that. Yes. Yeah. I have one girl here. And I completely blocked that out. And it it grates on my nerves. Uh, And some (laughs) of them are. Like, some of these people are are young. Yes. But they're still young women. Um. Okay, Tyra gives them a pep talk, and she snaps her fingers a lot because that's, like, Tyra's vibe. Uh, Okay, the other adults are Mr. J. He is the creative director of all the photo shoots, and Miss J, who is the runway coach. So I'm going to refer to them as the Js as we go through when they are to be lumped together. Reasonable. I'm not going to introduce any of the contestants unless relevant because I have no idea who will still be here, and it's It's too too much to track. It's too much to track. Yeah, too many. Um. We're watching the contestants meet Tyra and the Jays, like at this panel table. It's a lot. Okay, then we cut to a pool party with all the girls. I'm telling you the editing of this and like the setup is just chaos. We're in this conference room. We're at a pool party. Like everything is is all over the place. Um, clearly like some of – and this is like – we could talk about this more after. But there's this moment where I realize like how far reality TV production has come because it's not just like the – the girls and the setup that all feels like dated and like weird. It's the producing like, yes, clear. Like some of these girls are going topless and you can tell that some of these producers are like, get crazy. And this is the best they can do. And you're like, yeah. oh my God, these bachelorettes <laughs> would eat you alive. Like, I don't have booze. an audit point about this. Yes. Oh my God. So it's all very know. awkward. It's kind of naive and sweet in some ways that like this was the best we could do. Anyway, so they're at the pool party. 
Um, it's really awkward and forced. And now the group is going to be in two different groups. The 21 and up girls are going to a club. The 21 under girls are going to a surprise outing. Um, and then we find out, LOL, they have to go bowling while everyone is at the club. But the joke's on them because they love bowling. It's super fun. Okay, that was it. That was the that was the cutaway. There was nothing else. Um, now we're back in the weird meet and greet with Tyra and the Jays. And we're meeting the person who is called Lady Cat, which is where this title came from, because she has long nails, I guess. And she's pretty weird. These auditions are also weird. That's just what Those I wrote. Those nails were not long. Cardi I, were yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> Please. I know. No. They, these girls are getting this like one minute of fame. It's just like American Idol auditions where you're like, oh, my God, oh my you're God. just you're just coming here with the most to like squeeze the most out of this five minutes. And it's so secondhand embarrassment. It's giving like nineties YouTube. Like I, yeah, there's no curation to like what it means to be an influencer or to be on a reality show. So they're just like flailing and it's so awkward. It's so embarrassing. I I have a a whole section that just says cringy in my notes. That's it. That's the, should be the title of this. Um, one of these girls is fully from Indiana, but is pretending to have a Southern accent. <laughs> it's really sent me. That was and then weird. My, my other observation is everyone has tongue rings. Like literally okay. yes. everyone has a tongue yes. ring. This was one of my notes. Yes. Oh, God. Tongue rings are so strange. And you have like a little uh, bit of a lisp with the tongue ring. But so yep, like, unsanitary too. Yeah. Gross. Yes. Mm-mm. I counted. Um, yeah. And then there's a person named Brandy that I did that I did ride for where she says, you need a shirt. You should have brought your own. <laughs> so I did write that down. Yep. We're st- Okay. We're still meeting people. Like we're like 20 minutes into this. We're still meeting people. Now it's a group. They're all together in one of these green rooms at this hotel they're, and they're arguing um, because there's 30 people in a room who are all like intense and probably hungry. And so they're of course going to argue. Lady Cat is mad. And they're like, snapping at each other. It's really hard to follow what is happening. And then I wrote, when does this show start? <laughs> like, what am I watching? Because now they're all at a park practicing cartwheels and there's bees everywhere. That's the next scene. So we're yelling in this conference room and now we're at a park doing cartwheels and there's bees. Chaos. Oh, no. Oh, no. Can you hear me? I'll message. Start from okay. the bees. The bees. We're yeah, talking yeah. about the bees. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. We had to pause the recording because we had a technical issue, but we're back. Um, so anyway, I'm saying that in the show, they were in this conference room arguing, and then the next scene, they're doing cartwheels in a park, and there's bees everywhere. And that's that's a normal- duality. It's duality. <laughs> my brain hurts. Like my, I'm telling you, watching this, I'm like, <laughs> what am I watching? What is the point of anything? Now we're back to the random meet and greets. Um, okay, you guys, I'm going to take a breath here. Oh my fucking God, you guys, you guys, <laughs> you guys, I don't think either of you know this, this white girl, Rachel, Rachel, the white girl who is the second plus size person. Yes. She's a chef on below deck. <laughs> Don't do, she is don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. What? Don't do this to me. Chef on below deck. Oh the my best gosh. There is. Give us seasons. Wow. Give us which series. She is the best cook. Her food wow. is the best. She is the best. She is so funny and like charismatic and 
causes drama but then stays out of it. She's the fucking fan favorite best hands down chef on Below. Oh, wow. Or like she's been on like five seasons. Like she's we need not her like on the a pod. one-time chef. Listen to me. I <laughs> Oh, I bet that just sent you over the edge. <laughs> made my mom come down here, made her watch it. Ooh, I, like I almost didn't recover in time for this podcast. This is an incredible reveal. I'm telling you that my mom just texted me because she can hear me and she just wrote the very best. (laughs) Wow. Hear me talking about changing it it around. I love that. So I I yeah, that made this all worth it. And then also I wrote, also she's plus size. Oh, please when we get there, there's a whole section in my notes about body size. Oh my god. Anyway, so really Rachel crazy. is the fucking best. It was a wild experience to see her there. Um, okay, we're and we'll get into all of this. I'm just going to state the facts right now, and we can unpack it later. They are talking about speech impediments, and they keep referencing the short bus. Um, Woo. And as soon as we move on from the short bus, and this is talking with Tyra and the Jays and the contestants, uh, they move on from the short bus, but now they're talking to someone from Florida and Tyra asks if she tans and she says, yeah, can I say this? You guys, can I, can I recap? Uh, Say it's a verbatim quote. Yeah. Yeah. This is a verbatim quote. Um, and Tyra says, you look like my cousin looking a little Negro over there. And I said, how are we going to do this? So chaotic. I just have an emoji like in the place of girl. What? Jesus. So the next girl, next girl, Tyra's making fun of her accent. That's cool. Um, Next observation. A lot of these women have teenage babies, which I just find interesting. Remember when teen pregnancy was an epidemic? Sorry, Jay. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was during this time. Teen yeah. mom, teen pregnancy. Teen mom, teen it? everything. I did love teen, teen mom. But teen pregnancy, they Model. were like, yeah, it's an epidemic. Teen mom. Teen mom. Shout out to the mothers. Oh, okay, fine. All right, got We've finally met all of these girls. And I'm going to keep calling them girls because she does, not because I condone it. Uh, we've met all the girls individually. So naturally, it is time for a lingerie walk-off and see how they serve. Duh. So in groups of five, they all walk in underwear towards Tyra and the Jays, and they try to look fierce. And so we watched that happen. Now they're just hanging out in the green room. And Mr. J comes in to tell them that they are having a big elimination in the morning. Cool. Some of them are already crying. Some of them are praying. Some of them are crying and praying at the same time. No one is not doing one of those things. (laughs) Uh, It's the next day. They're in the hallway of this hotel. (laughs) This is cycle four. And they couldn't get it together. Like, they like, yes. were filming this in the hallway. They're going to go from 35 to 20 girls. Um, and in the room behind them of this shitty hotel, there's a conference table, like just a regular ass conference table with 20 portfolios on the table. Each portfolio has a photograph of one girl. And this I do remember and really love how fucking dramatic we make this every moment <laughs> of like, in my hands, I have one photo. So this table has 20 portfolios and each portfolio has a photograph of one girl. And that represents the 20 women who will be moving forward. Like we got it. So then they just run through the hallway into the conference room and start opening portfolios. Obviously, if you see yourself, people get excited. They jump up and down. I wasn't crying when I saw my book. But I cried when I saw them not having a book, was my favorite quote. 
Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was sweet. <laughs> oh, it was just not what. And these girls are wrecked. They are destroyed by not having a portfolio. Yes. Lady sliding says, down the wall, crying, oh, panicked, pressed. Oh. Lady Cat says, stop crying. Crying is for losers. I literally wrote that down. And she has a book. You have a book, girl. She Well, that's why she can say it. Guys, I don't think Chef Rachel made it. That's the I name mean. of this episode. <laughs> stop crying. Crying is for crying losers. Is for losers. Wow. Chef Rachel doesn't make it, but that's good. And I'm so glad to know where she is now because she's she's living her best life. Okay, now we're moving into the final 14. They go into the room with the photo booth. They have to get in the photo booth and take pics. They all do photo booth pics. Tyra and the Jays are looking at those photo booth pics to narrow it down to those. So the the folks who get through this next elimination, the top 14, are going to move into the house. Jay calls someone a no-neck monster. I just want to note that. It- um. Oh, my God. And then I say, oh, my God, Jay only has horrible things to say, but I guess that's the whole point of the show. Just you wait, Bren. Oh, they don't think it's fair to have one plus size girl who is not the same size. And I got to tell, I want the readers to know that this one girl that they're talking about, this woman they're talking about is maybe like 125 pounds. She just has big boobs, like (laughs) like normal size. That's That's literally it. That's That's literally it. And then I look at Tyra. Tyra has enormous boobs. She, Tyra weighs more than this plus size girl, no doubt. 100%. Period, so, but she's not a model, so they can talk about models' bodies in this like third party way. Uh, it's my horrible. Brain is like Ugh. splitting its pen. Okay, here's the 14 finalist readers it's Rebecca, it's Christina, it's Ken- I'm going to pronounce some of these names wrong. I try to write them phonetically. It's Kenia. Kenia. Kenia, thank you. We got it's- you. What is Britta? What am I Britta. trying to say there? Britta? Okay. Naima, who's my favorite? Uh, yes. Same. Noelle. Michelle, the no-neck monster. Uh, Sarah. <laughs> what? That's what Jay said. I didn't you say didn't it. have to. Had to. I have to start assigning things to these people. I can never. This is how I felt when we started watching Summer House. I'm like, how will I ever remember? And then you do. Oh, this is going to be hard for you then. Well, they get Sarah. eliminated each week. Uh, Brandy with the sew-in. Brittany. Brittany. <laughs> Britain, I don't, it's something else. You don't say it, Brittany, but it's I spelled it wrong. God Kaylin. bless you for even trying because I, I have know. no names. No. Kaylin, <sighs> there's three names left. She has three names left. The next name she's going to call, Tatiana, <laughs> UV. Seven beautiful girls are standing before her, but she only has one name left. The Good last job. name will complete the group of finalists. Tiffany. Oh, my God. Not Kat or the plus size girl. I died. It died. Oh, my God. They all look so malnourished, except for the one girl who is not fat. Um, The losers are so sad and crying. And I'm like, this 90s tough love is so toxic. Like, the way that they comfort them. Like, someone is going to say yes to you, but it is not us. We do not like you. I wanted to punch Tyra. No place here. I was furious. That made me scream. I was like, girl, go back to your trailer. Yeah, you will get a yes. It's just not – definitely not from us. But somebody – poor or stupid or ugly will say yes to you <laughs> like the, it's and that Stop was it. such a 90s like an it early was. aughts mentality it was like it the was. business and like the life coaching was you got to take your nose 
where people just tell you you're a piece of shit and one day someone will tell you you're not that big of a piece of shit. It makes you stronger. Yes. Oh, the amount yes. of time of we we're talking yeah. about Very Michael Jordan this. got cut. That is not strength. Team. What these people are describing to you is fucking trauma. Um, and that's it. That's it. It's over. That was good. That's it. That was the episode. Great job. I was wondering how you were going to pull that off. Good job, Brian, because it I was liked so it. chaotic. I didn't know yeah. how you were going to be able to do it. Yep. And you use the Tyra language. Seven girls are in front of me. Uh, There's no other way to really express what we saw. There was cartwheels. There was crying. There were a lot of hip hop. There were bees. <laughs> there were conference rooms. It was just, it was Ooh. all over the place. Yeah, they, they were like Hell. at a Hyatt. They weren't like, it was, yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. So the yeah. average uh, person on Instagram could cut and splice better than the editors did back then. Ooh, well now. Yeah, now it's just wanted production. to put that on. You know yeah. I care about production. <laughs> <laughs> I had so many notes last season for Summer House. Um, I don't have any specific audit points because I felt chaotic watching it. And so my notes are that way. But Keela or Bren, if you guys have audit points, I'm happy to add. In all of my random thoughts. I have three audit points. Mm-hmm. Let's hit it then. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about fat phobia this week, but I want the readers to know that it is on the forefront for me. Like you, it's just, okay. it's so chaotic. Um, yeah. Do you want to have a fat phobia interlude at this moment? Uh, no, I do want to talk about bodies and it's just like an aside I was just happy okay. to see regular bodies that weren't altered by plastic surgery. And that made me excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo. Real stomachs. You know, I don't know like, how to say regular. I mean, regular is maybe they're a skinny, stretch. skinny well, bodies. They were they're, thin. Emaci- they're emaciated, y'all. Emaciated. Well, not all of them. But I will mm-hmm. say that I like some girl, like I didn't see anyone with like perfect abs and huge asses and extra long nails. And even the girls that wore weave, it wasn't 35 inches. And I, it just no, felt we refreshing. We weren't doing that then. We to were be doing clear, I great to, Right. So I'm saying that it's great to yeah. see something different and yeah. what felt yeah. normal to me. Yeah, I, I can I can second that. It's definitely a different body. There was a different body that was in at that point in time. Like it was all about. And we've talked about this in other episodes of like skinny. Early two thousands was about being skinny, right? Period. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now it is wild to see that that type of body. And anyone can be a model these days. Maybe not high fashion, but anyone can. I don't want to say that. A lot more people can make a living off of visual aesthetic based on the way we utilize social media today. Hundred percent, and that's like in a non-sex 100%. worker and, and a sex worker way. Mm-hmm. And then one last note about the body is just that the plus size girls were like size seven, eight tops. Not even maybe not even. a twelve. Maybe not like, because I can't. I don't think so. even a 12. I don't think no one was a 12. I don't think they were a 12 either. No, no no one was a 12. Because you got to think about the camera adding weight. They were double zeros, y'all. Those were double zeros. Like, you think? Yes. When we were in this era. Or the plus plus, size. No, the plus sizes were four, six. I think the the average was a zero, double zero. Agreed. Probably. What? I would say the average was a zero, two. 
You got to look at the thighs. They don't even, they're, they're, oh, yeah, they had, there were no thighs, no, no thighs. inches apart from each other. Like, you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Okay. Yeah. Carry on, Keela. Okay. First point is I, I need you readers to buckle up for the amount of truly chaotic quotes that are going to come from this show. For example, my sister with the big forehead, your face <sighs> looks kind of cat like. My fellow redhead sister, looking a little Negro over there. She's pear-shaped. She's a model from here down and Donnie Marie Osmond from here, from us. And then (laughs) she's a model from here down and Marie Osmond from here up. Jay and the Miss Jay, I was in this place so many times. Just absolute chaos and the Mm. way they talk about people's bodies as like an objective. In a future episode, I would love to talk about like, how or what or like what it would mean to dismantle the fashion industry but it just feels so it's like scientists like zoologists talking about animals in a zoo like the tiger's paw is so big her forehead is big like it was just so weird because we don't talk about like people are still mean don't get me wrong we're in a mean era but mean in a different way like it, it just was very strange to me so buckle up readers and bread yeah i need you to know know. that it's about to truly be weird yeah this is the tip of the iceberg um my second point i guess it's really two in one is about production nothing sent me to the moon more than the girls doing the walk-off and the audio picking up the clop 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 of the heels it (laughs) (laughs) it felt like horses on a stampede like and it wasn't even like everyone was wearing a big heel like there were a lot of kitten heels because that was in at the time and the way it was like like so it was so damn loud I was like this is I don't even know what to say about this and then my last note okay readers I worked in fraternity and sorority life for a for years. And during that time, I managed a lot of large events for primarily women's organizations. And something I would never do is that in a, a case where the event has an emotional component, you want as much structure as possible so that participants don't get overwhelmed and it goes to absolute chaos. Mm-hmm. This is cycle four. When they told them they had binders binders full of women, Mm. 20 binders in a conference room table and have at it. I literally wrote in my notes, girl, what the hell? That is the least common sense event planning tactic I've ever seen. The girls run in, they're picking up binders. If it's not their face, they're throwing it back down, which also made me scream because I'm like, this process should not take this long. It just... ah! And and you could have gotten 20 (laughs) minutes out of that. I am dying. 20 minutes out of that. And instead you had to put in filler B content because you set this up so poorly. It was so I and I'm like, you can't yeah. get good footage out of that. There's there's can't be footage because it's all happening so quickly. I no. just I would never from like an event Christmas like, I would morning. Never. No. no. Never. And then you can tell, I know like now we're in a phase where people who are on reality TV shows are talking about how shitty their experience is. I know these girls are going through some kind of psychological warfare because why are you crying so hard? They're so sad. They're so distraught, hungry and sad. Distraught. Yeah. You would yeah. think we were sending them to the guillotine after the model elimination. Like these girls praying. Yeah. Pray- the oh, the prayers. The, prayer. the prayer circle. Oh, my the God. Circle. Yes. Sobbing. 
Girl, we, you're just we invite going back. you into our careers, Jesus. That's what they said. We invite you into it our careers. It was just too, it was so extra. So extra. It so much. Which makes me think, right, there is some production. But also, y'all are, whatever you are doing to them, it's working because you are making them mentally and emotionally harmed. Like, <laughs> you should not be this much upset so early no, on. No, I was so just going to say, but see, it was when they were in the park and they were going bowling and all of these things, I was thinking to myself, how long were they just together before the action started? Were they there for right. a few days? Were they there for a week? Were, like, how long was their room for just straight up interaction that had nothing to do with modeling. I, I bet none. Like this, these things are on a shoestring budget at this point. Cause they, like, I bet they got there and they went straight to this hotel. Yeah. Like it was long and them short. Like shit. Yeah. Like based on my research, it was long and short. Like maybe it was, I, this is going to be a stretch three months from start to finish, but they were together that whole, so like straight from the airport to the hotel. And then some of the interviews were like, we weren't allowed to talk during different mm-hmm. pieces unless the camera was there. So they were probably just sitting in silence yeah. with each other and then yeah. adding to the agitation and then adding to the hours of of cutting and footage. Because for elimination to take eight hours, babes. No, no, never. no, absolutely no. never. There's no reason. Um, and then my last note is just about the fashion. What What a time. My favorites being the hollerback. Oh my god, why did I say it like that? Like a god. <laughs> like a hollerback girl shirt, me so corny shirt, glitter eyeshadow, tongue rings. I just what a time! Rings. What a time! It was definitely fashion for skinny. Yeah, yeah. A lot the, of there was tummy. not a single no. There was not one outfit where there was not a belly button revealed, and yes. there was not one jean that went over a hip bone. Like they all yes. rested right on the hip bones. Right on um, pelvic. They were lower pelvic. Lower pelvic. It yep. was it was yep. a time. Um a kitten heel, an exposed belly button, and a tongue ring. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I think the fashion is hard to look at because I also if you said 2005 and I not like it it feels distinctly different to me than like 90s fashion and I'd be like oh it was pretty normal and then you're like it was not actually (laughs) it was not these pun shirts do you remember the pun shirts were just so out of pocket like me so corny and like the Abercrombie I think that's like racist thing to say yes right like yeah that's like insinuating some sort of I don't know like yeah it feels they sold them at Hot Topic they sold them at Spencer's they sold them in Delia's like is where we're it was getting that them. bunny. Do you remember that rabbit that had like a sarcastic sense of humor or whatever? Like that. You know what I'm talking about? It's not the Playboy bunny. It's this white rabbit. It's a cartoon. <laughs> no, ma'am. Like, I do not know about this oh hilarious rabbit I'm going to look it up, readers. But the, the humor of this time was very dry. It wasn't like truly funny. It was like sarcastic and dry. And it was all over the place. And so the fashion just – um really sent me and all the tongue rings and i was surprised that like the judges never commented on the tongue rings what a brutal piercing to have i never got one i I never even wanted one me either brutal like the healing yeah that is such a same as a belly button ring you're like it is a big old chunk that you are huge Huge. of like a body part that is not conducive it's like not 
Ah, yeah. I would rather have a belly button ring than a tongue ring. We all knew the one person who like got a weird tongue ring that was either crooked or- Or infected. um, Or infected. Yes, yes. Infected. It's huge and scary. Um, I hate it so much. Okay. Okay. Those are my- Uh, Okay. I have a couple that I want to talk about. We did lose Jasmine, everyone. She wants us to keep going. Um, She she wants this for us, so we're going to keep doing it, but- it's not – we're not ignoring her. We she do just, miss her. We do. And we think she's great. We do. Um, a couple things. And most of them are just like throwaways. Uh, back to Jasmine's point about like, oh, it's so nice to not see fake people. It is wild to see so many real teeth in a show like this. What? Oh, my God. I'm so glad you brought this up. Say more. Like dull, normal-looking teeth, right? Not this yeah. like paper, white, perfect. Like these are like – potential models and their teeth are just – and I say this, they're very normal. But when you're used to seeing people on TV with only like bleached and veneer teeth, you're like, damn, your teeth are yellow. Like they they look like mine. You know what I mean? Like they're just normal teeth. But it looks wild. Like, oh my god, you came on TV with those teeth? (laughs) Like, wow. It just makes you – such a good point. Yeah. Look at the teeth as we go forward because it really stood out to me. I will. Um, I will. Tyra is giving me, and this is probably out, out of my lane here. So, like let's, many let's things, play it out. I'm gonna, let's play it I'm out. I'm gonna put it out there, and I will, I will jump ship if I need to. Okay. Um, she's giving me successful black girl at the office who is hell bent on torturing every other black girl um, for not pulling herself up by her bootstraps for de- like the one who's denying anybody else's experience of it being hard because it was hard for her and look where she is now and you know what i mean um i you got me i'm at a pot i'm gonna have to gather myself okay. um in a future week and comment on this i i, I gotta see it play out but it's so hostile and aggressive like it's the- so <laughs> The comments, the pressure. This is not an audit for this week, but in a future week, I want to talk about, are they preparing to be models or are they going to war? Because some of the challenges make absolutely no sense. I mean, it's just, yeah, she's the kind of, there's a very specific kind of any person, whether it's a woman, name a marginalized identity who says, I had to do it, so you should too, right? Yeah. And they're not interested in actually like subverting the system or saying like, that wasn't right, but like. I went through this and so you should go through it harder. And it's it like really And I'm doing you a favor. Heart. It hurts my Same. Heart. Yeah. Um, Same. So that's that. Here's my biggest auditable moment. I want to talk to you about the things that were said about different girls. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm just gonna do a run through of some of the notes I kept here. Uh this these are these are the first impressions of the black women. The first black oh, woman that no. we see says she's never been on a plane before. The second black woman that we see got in a fight and mentioned her weave. The third black woman got rejected last cycle and says she's a plus size person. The fourth black woman is from Compton. The sixth black woman is Tiffany. So we watch her fail and then we, and then she went to anger management and now she's crying because she sleeps at home with her baby in a twin size bed. Also she's poor and the lights got turned off so she can buy bathing suits. Yes. The eighth black woman we see has bed bugs and no milk for her baby. So that's the roundup of most of the black women. The Mexican woman used to be in a gang. White girl yeah. has an all-American California look that they're not sure they can do much with. Yep. 
that was how this was presented to me. It's I, Brent, I cannot wait for you to go through this journey. It, just the way I felt this a little bit. I, I had an inkling of this when I was younger watching it, but seeing it back now, there's just clearly an extra burden that particularly black women, and I would say other dark-skinned women carried on this show, of expectation, of their emphasizing their struggle plot, ostracizing them from the rest of the group. Yeah, but I was like, this is really interesting that the darkest-skinned women on this show are working to escape poverty. And that that's a higher stakes. Like, I would sob, too, if this was my way out. And I'm fighting a bunch of girls at a table for my and binder. you're so hungry. You're so hungry. You're so hungry. You don't really know who's watching your kid. Yeah, that's high stakes compared to somebody. Yeah, that feels just, insane. Yeah, feels go insane. in and move my boyfriend. Yeah, yes. it's just not... I don't. Yeah, I, I just can't wait for uh, you to see this play out. My it's, big, it's guess, not good. I felt really like bad after all this, and then I did have a moment. This was going to be my sort of umbrella point was, uh, for better or worse, and like however it looks, we have come a long way cult- socially, <laughs> culturally, because this is fucking nuts, and not for nothing. Like at least the things that young people, us, our kid, whoever are watching are not reinforcing these wild stereotypes about people. Um, Because I think of like how many people were socialized by this and the fact that we have been able to like change and grow. And I think there's a lot of generations of human people who have not built that capacity. They would go back and watch something from their youth and be like, that's pretty good still. And at least we've entered an era of like, critical thought where we look back and go, oh, no, we should not have thought this was okay. I'm very deeply sorry, and we must repair this damage because it is harmful. Like every narrative that comes out of this show is really damaging and dangerous. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So the enemy is still the same, right? Colorism, racism, fat phobia, homophobia. But she out there. The battle is is different. Um, Yeah. The battle is it has changed form. Because we I were just doing the work models. for those things. We were doing yes. the work for them. We were yes. like, let us help you. And now Blatantly. we're like, hey, <laughs> this isn't cool. Yeah. yeah. I really like this. But thinking about even when Black Lives Matter and some of like the offshoot conversations, models started talking about um never having someone on set or on uh yeah. what are they called? Behind the scenes of a fashion show who could do their hair. And so right. that's still like the issue is going, the the beast has changed. Um, Always a but how this mm-hmm. is really wacky that they were allowed to do this on TV and it went for 20 plus seasons. Oh, my God, cycles. So, um, you're right. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm going to correct you every time because it feels important. <laughs> and that's accountability. <laughs> and that's allyship. That's allyship. Uh, Come on. Anyway, well, okay. So here you know, we I'm go. I'm going to ask. Okay. I think every episode we should do our faves. Our fave girl? Yeah, you can have okay. multiple faves. I have four faves this time. Oh my four faves. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, okay, go tell me. Okay, my faves, y'all, are Naima, Kenya, Yuvi, and Noel. Okay. See, I don't know anyone who you just said except for Naima. 
And that's okay. And so, that's okay. You can give us a favorite thing from the show, the episode. The only, if you well, have Naima, a girl. Naima was my favorite because she's just that. like a real person. It's, she's something like, different. Yeah. I can't imagine she's going to do well. Michelle was the no neck monster. Um, Please. My other favorite was um, Rachel, the chef who didn't make it. <laughs> yes. That was a thrilling detail. Um, yeah, I think that's my favorite. That's my favorite from this for sure was that Rachel, the chef was on her. I did just ask Jasmine in the chat. She can't hear us or talk, but she can <gasps> chat. And she said Naima is her favorite contestant. So we have a fan favorite y'all. Naima Kive going through. So we can go find her and get her on this podcast immediately. She's like I saw a TikTok Mariah. of her the other week. So she, she's still here. And okay. Estella, her other favorite is Estella, who went Jasmine's home. Jasmine's other favorite is Estella. See, I don't know who these people are. I like that spelling of Estella. Um, yeah, I, I have to get to know them a little more. I don't I don't like any of it at this moment. So <laughs> you'll build it's, some faves. You'll build some faves. Okay. I I'm so excited, readers. I cannot wait for you to join us on this. And next week is the canon event, the makeover episode. Brand, I'm so excited for you and for readers. I just, I cannot keep this joy to my heart. Every season, each girl goes through a makeover in which they change their appearance, some pretty drastically. And I just can't wait for you all to see this. Oh my God, I can't either. I mean, see, this is the, this is how I know I grew up during this era because when you tell me we're doing a makeover, I'm like, yes, I got to see this, whether it's a yes. home makeover, we whether love it's an over. Oprah makeover. Like, what is that movie? She's all that. We uh, love makeover take those glasses off you take ugly bitch and <laughs> show me a new woman a new woman with yeah. astigmatism that's in my dna i cannot i cannot overcome can't the makeover it. obsession i can't a before <laughs> and after i can't resist princess diaries i agree oh i agree biggest loser drop uh, those oof. pants i can't wow wow Whew. all right well i mean we're in it now babies so let's let these people out of it and uh we'll see you next episode cycle four episode two uh what would jasmine normally say here you can follow us on instagram at yes. the pop culture audit uh listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts and come back good. again because we yeah. just got started can't wait bye readers okay. bye